Dorothy saved the scarecrow. When Dorothy was left alone, she began to feel hungry. So, she went to the cupboard and cut herself some bread, which she spread with butter. She gave some to Toto, and taking a pail from the shelf, she carried it down to the little brook and filled it with clear, sparkling water. Toto ran over to the trees. and began to bark at the birds sitting there dorothy went to get him and saw such delicious fruits hanging from the branches that she gathered some of it dorothy had only one other dress it was gingham with checks of white and blue it was a pretty frock the girl washed herself carefully dressed herself in the clean gingham and tied her pink sunbonnet on her head she took a little basket and filled it with bread from the cupboard laying a white cloth over the top then she looked down at her feet and noticed how old and worn her shoes were at that moment dorothy saw lying on the table the silver shoes that had belonged to the witch of the east she took off her old leather shoes and tried on the silver ones which fitted her as well as if they had been made for her finally she picked up her basket come along toto she said we'll go to the emerald city and ask the great oz how to get back to kansas again she closed the door locked it and put the key carefully in the pocket of her dress and so with toto trotting along soberly behind her She started her journey. There were several roads nearby, but it did not take her long to find the one paved with yellow bricks. She was surprised as she walked along to see how pretty the country was about her. There were neat fences at the sides of the road, painted a dainty blue color, and beyond them were fields of grain and vegetables in abundance. Once in a while she would pass a house and the people came out to look at her and bow low as she went by for everyone knew she had been the means of destroying the wicked witch and setting them free from bondage toward evening when dorothy was tired with her long walk and began to wonder where she should pass the night she came to a house rather larger than the rest on the green lawn before it Many men and women were dancing while a big table nearby was loaded with delicious fruits and nuts pies and cakes and many other good things to eat the people greeted dorothy kindly and invited her to supper and to pass the night with them for this was the home of one of the richest munchkins in the land dorothy ate a hearty supper and was waited upon by the rich munchkin himself whose name was bok then she sat upon a settee and watched the people dance when bok saw her silver shoes he said you must be a great sorceress why asked the girl because you wear silver shoes and have killed the wicked witch besides you have white in your frock and only witches and sorceresses wear white 
Dorothy did not know what to say to this. When she got tired watching the dancing, Bok led her to the house where he gave her a room with a pretty bed in it. The sheets were made of blue cloth and Dorothy slept soundly in them till morning with Toto curled up in the blue rug beside her. She ate a hearty breakfast and Toto was a fine curiosity to all the people for they had never seen a dog before. How far is it to the Emerald City? The girl asked. I do not know, answered Bok gravely, for I have never been there. It is better for people to keep away from Oz unless they have business with him. But it is a long way to the Emerald City and it will take you many days. This worried Dorothy a little, but she knew that only the great Oz could help her get to Kansas again. She bade her friends goodbye and again started along the road of yellow brick. When she had gone several miles, she thought she would stop to rest and so climbed to the top of the fence beside the road and sat down. There was a great cornfield beyond the fence and not far away she saw a scarecrow placed high on a pole to keep the birds from the ripe corn. Its head was a small sack stuffed with straw with eyes, nose and mouth painted on it to represent a face. An old pointed blue hat was perched on his head and the rest of the figure was a blue suit of clothes, worn and faded which had also been stuffed with straw. On the feet were some old boots with blue tops and the figure was raised above the stalks of corn by means of the pole stuck up its back. While Dorothy was looking earnestly into the queer painted face of the scarecrow, she was surprised to see one of the eyes slowly wink at her. She thought she must have been mistaken at first, but presently the figure nodded its head to her in a friendly way. Then she climbed down from the fence and walked up to it, while Toto ran around the pole and barked, Good day, said the scarecrow in a rather husky voice. Did you speak? asked the girl in wonder. Certainly, answered the scarecrow. How do you do? I'm pretty well, thank you, replied Dorothy politely. How do you do? I'm not feeling well, said the scarecrow with a smile. For... It is very tedious being perched up here night and day to scare away crows. Can't you get down? asked Dorothy. No, for this pole is stuck up my back. If you will please take away the pole, I shall be greatly obliged to you. Dorothy reached up both arms and lifted the figure off the pole. For being stuffed with straw, it was quite light. Thank you very much, said the scarecrow when he had been set down on the ground. I feel like a new man. Who are you? asked the scarecrow when he had stretched himself and yawned. And where are you going? My name is Dorothy, said the girl. And I'm going to the Emerald City to ask the great O's to send me back to Kansas. Where is the Emerald City? he inquired. And who is O's? Why, don't you know? She returned in surprise. No, indeed. 
I don't know anything. You see, I am starved, so I have no brains at all. He answered sadly. Oh, said Dorothy. Do you think? He asked. If I go to the Emerald City with you, that Oz would give me some brains. I cannot tell," she returned. "But you may come with me if you like. If Oz will not give you any brains, you will be no worse off than you are now." "That is true," said the Scarecrow. "You see," he continued confidently, "I don't mind my legs and arms and body being stuffed because I cannot get hurt." But I do not want people to call me a fool. And if my head stayed stuffed with straw instead of with brains, as you wish, how am I ever to know anything? I understand how you feel," said the little girl, who was truly sorry for him. If you will come with me, I'll ask Oz to do all he can for you. Thank you," he answered gratefully. Toto did not like this addition to the party at first. He smelt around the stuffed man, and he often growled in an unfriendly way at the scarecrow. "Don't mind Toto," said Dorothy to her new friend. "He never bites." "Oh, I'm not afraid," replied the scarecrow. "How can he hurt the straw? Do let me carry that basket for you. I will tell you a secret," he continued as he walked along. There is only one thing in the world I'm afraid of. What is that? said Dorothy. The Munchkin farmer who made you. No, answered the scarecrow. It is a lighted match.